Hola, hola. ¿Cómo estás? I hope that you're doing well. I hope that life is treating you kind. Welcome to the Latina Mom Legacy Podcast. Welcome to the Feliz Friday edition. Edition? <laughs> edition where I, your host, Jenny Perez, um, just give you a little rundown as to what happened during the week and hopefully give you some positive takeaways or uh, learning lessons. So that's what uh, Fridays is about. Uh, I come to you from my car. It's totally unedited or when I'm walking the dog. <laughs> Today I'm in my car. All good. I am back in New Jersey. I left my mommy down in Florida. I'm a little sad because, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of got used to having her around and And now she's going to be um, living on her own terms, which is, is okay for now. I mean, she's still, you know, we're, we're, we're still taking it one day at a time and, and she's still trying to figure it out. So we're giving her that, that, that power really that, that she can decide, you know, how she wants to live, where she wants to live. So for now, she's, she's back in Florida. I haven't found somebody to, to watch her, but I am in the process of working with the state Um, one of like the state agencies so it's just it's a long process I mean this process I started with the state back in like February and because I think I had mentioned this last week because she's in Florida there's just a long waiting list and stuff so so I feel like <clears throat> like it's getting closer to it but I still have to wait and in the meantime I need to find somebody so I'm still working on it. I mean I, I have a few candidates I just need to like schedule to interview them. So I hope that by next week, I really hope that by next week I have somebody and that, you know, that's kind of taken care of. Because at least for my peace of mind, that's, that would just make me, make me so much uh, happier. Uh, today, I, today I want to talk to you about, <clears throat> last week I had mentioned a little bit about that I thought Victoria had HSP and <clears throat> that it was like a condition so anyway I went down that rabbit hole and I want to talk to you about that of like what I discovered and then I also want to talk to you about changing the mindset of I don't have time or I don't have the time and you know for me as 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 a mom as an entrepreneur as, as somebody that you know that that likes to be motivated and keep doing things it's important that I continue to like keep rolling in life and and sometimes we get caught up in the I don't have the time mentality so I just you know this this the Friday's episode I really try to give you some sort of empowerment or takeaway because I just feel like as Latinas as mujeres and as mamas as moms Um, we always tend to put everybody else first and we put our needs last. So I always want to give you some sort of takeaway so that you can put yourself first. So that's why I like to give you my little pep talks and my positivity so that, so that you can take some time to focus, to focus on you. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit uh, about that as well. But let's, let me tell you about, about the HSP. So last week, I don't know how I ended up, but I, I remember we were talking about HSP and how I thought Victoria was an HSP. And because she's, she's just like from very early on, she's been a very sensitive 
highly sensitive child. And, you know, I remember when she was a baby, like, you know, like she had a hard time, like a really hard time sleeping. And, and anyway, so she's, she's had like anxiety and she's had like separation anxiety since she was little. And my husband, like he was, he was touring a lot. So, you know, as she's grown, um, it got to the point where, you know, I started therapy with her and what would happen with therapy, to be honest, was very helpful, was very helpful for, for, for us, for our family. And, um, you know, it made me understand, like it, it made me just question a lot of things and that, you know, sometimes you have to do your own homework and you have to do your own research and you can't like, when you have a child that is wired a little bit differently, you have to take it upon yourself to do the homework, to take them to the doctors, to speak up, to, but always question, 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 question everything they tell you, question everything they don't tell you, question, 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 because I don't know if it's here in the U.S., I don't know if, what it is, but I just feel like you always have to get a second, third, fourth opinion because I don't know if it's like the, the, the healthcare system in the United States, but you always want to question because I don't know if it's a trust thing. I don't know if it's dependent on like the state that you live, live in, like if that's like, if that has an effect on the quality of healthcare that you get or your insurance plan, whatever. Anyway, you put all those things together and, you know, it makes for a really crappy system. <laughs> and what ends up happening is that un doctor te dice una cosa, otro doctor te dice otra cosa. You know, one recommends one thing. One tells you that you're basically crazy, that nothing is wrong, that nothing is wrong with your kid or nothing is wrong with you. And I say from my experience because they told my dad that nothing was wrong with me when I was 18. And mind you, I was like in bed crying from the pain that I had from my back because I had really bad back issues and what ended up happening was that my dad like three months later took me to another doctor and long story short the doctor said that doctor was nuts she has to have emergency surgery right now and I basically had emergency surgery two days later because my back was so bad so that to me that and so many other things that like have always taught me that you always get a second opinion, always. Like, and especially as a mom, like when you develop that mom instinct that, you know, something just doesn't feel right, like something is a little off, then you question, you question and you go above and beyond to, to find out like what you need to do, who you need to talk to and, and you read up, okay? You become like an encyclopedia you know, of investigation, right? You, you start investigating until you figure out like what is wrong with your child, right? And, and this is like in anything, right? So anyway, so, you know, we were going to therapy, um, you know, things were good and, and we tend to have like up and downs. And, and what I realized was that I knew that, that Victoria was wired differently. I know that that she is uh, a little different than 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 kids, and now I understand that. But I really didn't understand what she had, or like 
what was it about her? Why was she wired differently? And I began to understand because like when, when, when people say like, okay, your, your toddlers have, you know, all toddlers have meltdowns. They all have, you know, she's just going through the terrible twos. Okay. My daughter was having two, three hour meltdowns and I was told that that was normal. And now I'm like, no, that's not normal. A child that, that is screaming out of the top of her lungs for two hours, that is not normal. I'm sorry. Cannot tell me that she's just throwing a regular tantrum. And, but, you know, because I think, because growing up as a Latina, they teach you about authority, that you don't really question authority that much, right? Lo que son los doctores, las maestras. Siempre todo lo que, lo, que, lo que te dicen es el respeto, ¿verdad? Que tienes que respetar tus maestras, tienes que respetar los doctores. And you don't question those things. So I think for, for a long time, I didn't question. I knew something was off, but I, I didn't question. And as, as we started therapy and as we, you know, we're, we're applying the principles or not the principles, the, the, the tactics and the strategies and all this stuff. And I'm like, some things are working, some things are not working. And, and, you know, I'm getting a little frustrated. And long story short, I came upon this uh, article that talked about HSP. Well, let me backtrack. I, I should backtrack a little bit. Uh, I came across this book that it was for, for like gifted children that were like highly sensitive. And I read the book and the book... It's like not that not that my daughter is like like brilliant like she's like super intelligent and and I don't know like a genius right but I always felt like like she was just ahead in some things that maybe other kids were not like verbally and linguistically she's like she was reading really really early on and she started reading um, in Spanish early on and and there were just some things like like you know she can put a, a lego set from like a 10 year old eight eight to 10 year old lego set she can put it together by herself she's you know she was doing this at, when she was five so i mean there's certain things that i was like wow she's pretty bright you know and then i read this book and the book talked about gifted children and and their sense of how they're highly sensitive and so I was like oh this explains it you know she's gifted right <laughs> so I went down that rabbit hole I was like well she's yeah I don't know if she's gifted here because you know she's definitely not good over here so I was just like I just felt a little lost but he gave me some insight as to um how many gifted children are highly highly sensitive right so anyway, so I went down this rabbit hole and I found this article that talked about HSP and what HSP was. And, and, and it's short for highly sensitive people or highly, highly sensitive persona. I, for the longest time, I thought it was highly sensitive perception. But anyway, and it basically goes down the list of things that they, the characteristics that they have. And I said, oh, my God, this is my daughter. This is Victoria. And so when 
yesterday this week that I was uh, for my day job I was driving a lot because I was I have to go through all these stores and see products in stores so anyway I needed something to listen to in the car and I started listen to, listening to this podcast called Tilt Parenting and I listened to this particular episode that was specifically about HSP children and it was so enlightening and the information was so amazing that I was like this is my daughter this is I can almost 100% guarantee this is what she has because they went down the list that they had like a specialist she's like an HSP specialist and they went down the list of all the things that characteristics that they have and I'm like this is her this explains this explains so much and for once for once I felt validation that I finally feel like I know what is going on with my child I have the tools now uh, to help my child because the more I educate myself the more I can help her manage what's going on in her brain and it, it it also made me feel so much empathy for her because when you have a child that is wired differently I mean we all want our kids to be normal quote normal right que, que, que no sufran que no les pase nada verdad and when you have a child and God only knows you know like como he batallado con mi hija when when you finally have that validation that I know what is going on with my child let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you that is the best feeling in the world to know that that can estás loca and to know that to know que no estás loca and to know that that you can help your child that this is something that she's going to have for the rest of her life but that you can help her and you take it you take all those things you take that as signs from from God and from the universe giving back to you I truly, truly understand that. And I truly feel that. So, <clears throat> so if you have a child that is wired differently, that you feel like, you know, whether it's, you know, they may have autism, they may have a, uh, a ADD, they may have sensory um disorders or or issues then you know um do a little bit of homework this podcast tilt parenting it's specifically for i just like randomly came across it it's specifically for us for for parents that that do have those children that are just wired a little bit differently and you know we we need the help and the support um in those areas and and unfortunately sometimes uh 
you know, the teachers and the schools aren't as supportive, especially if, if you're going to public schools. I mean, her school has been very supportive, I will say, especially her school counselor, because as you know, <laughs> I'll be up in their face. Tiene que ser así, tiene que ser así. I mean, you, you have to, listen, your kids, especially if they're in elementary school, especially, you know, you're their voice. You're their, and, and many times they're not going to tell you things that are happening in school. You know, you have to be the one investigating. You have to be the one asking questions. You have to be the one up in people's faces because you are their voice. You are their voice. Tú eres la que tienes que pelear. Porque si tú no peleas, ¿quién va a pelear por, por tu hijo? Okay, maybe your husband, maybe your partner. Pero a ti, a ti, tú que lo tuviste, que te salió de tu cuerpo que te nació, que es parte de, 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 es parte de tu sangre y de tu cuerpo. A ti te duele. So you're the one that has to, ha, that has to be out there. You're the one that has to, has to fight for them. You have to be their voice. So I just like, I feel so, so validated. I felt so validated um, knowing what my child has. And, you know, I, I, to be honest, I don't know if they do like a specific test. I don't know. But at least now I know that I can go to a therapist, that I can go to her counselor, that I can go to her school, that I can go to her doctor and be like, I am almost 100% sure that my child has this, that this is her personality. It's not a disorder, by the way. It's just something how their brain is wired. <laughs> Somebody called me and I don't know how to like stop the call and continue recording. <laughs> so I am back. I apologize. I don't, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll put them together. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I just wanted to share that with you because I, I think it's important that sometimes we get reminded, um, you know, that it's okay to, to question, that it's okay to do your research, that it's okay to to empower yourself with knowledge and you know if you have a child that whether they're sick whether they have you know uh, emotional um, problems whether they have physical problems whatever it is you know you be the fighter you be their warrior and you be there looking for the information to empower yourself so that so that you can help them I, I feel I feel like I said I feel validated and now now I know that that now I have like a game plan. I have a game plan because now I can continue to, to read up on it. Now I can find people that specialize in this. Now I can find a support group um, of moms that have children like this um, because it's, it's about, about one in five. So one in five people have, have HSP. And as I mentioned, it is genetic and it's not something that, that can be fixed it's something that that they'll carry for for the rest of of their lives and it's uh it can be a little bit exhausting because the way they're which explains so many things to be honest the way they they think about their environment the way they see their environment environment the way they perceive their environment is is very different than than a regular person or a person that does not have HSP and like now it just like I said it, it just gives me so much more empathy towards my daughter and and now I can I can better deal with her when she has you know all these emotions and all these things that she she doesn't know how how to deal 
because of her young age, she doesn't even know what she has. So because now I know I can help her manage her, uh, her, I can't really help her manage, but I can help give her the tools to manage, you know, these emotions and and all the stuff that's going on in her brain. So it's just, anyway, it just, it, it made me, it made me really happy. So, so be a warrior, be a champion for your kid. Y, y nada. The other thing that <clears throat> that came about this was I listened to um, to another podcast where they were talking about time management and how we don't have the time, how many people don't have the time. And it just, we all have time. We all have time. It's okay, we don't have the time. Eso no existe. You have the time, but... You have to pick and choose what you want to make time for, okay? What is priority in your life, okay? When you say, oh, I don't have time to to meet up with my friends or I don't have time to go out with my friends, okay? That's because that is not a priority in your life. It's not. Because if it was a priority in your life, you would find the time, you would make the time. It becomes a priority, right? Like if, I, I can't say right now, I don't have the time to take my daughter to hockey practice. I can't say that because one, we already paid for the classes. Two, it's important to her and what's important to her is important to me. So it's important enough. So yes, I do have the time. Because why? Because I find the time and I make the time. So I ask you, what do you want to prioritize in your life? What is important in your life? And whatever's important in your life, that is what you're going to make time for. Okay? It's not that you don't have time for all these other things. It's that they are not a priority. And you have to change how you say things you have to change we have to change these conversations and we have to we have to change how we say things out loud and how we say things internally because it's it, 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 it's it makes a big big difference okay i don't have the time you're you're sending that message out into the world that you're going to have a day filled with a lot of stuff and whatever's important for you, you're not going to have the time for. Okay? So instead of saying, I don't have the time. Okay? You say, I have the time. I will make the time. I have time to. I have time to work out. Even if it's not true. You don't have time to, to go to the gym. You don't have time to work out. Say it. I have time to work out. Because if you really want it. Once again, if you really, really want it, you're going to make it a priority. You're going to make it a priority. You're going to write it down. Okay, pen to paper. Pen to paper is magic. Pen to paper, you write it down. Then you put it in your phone. And then you know, okay, I am making the time to exercise. Or I am making time to study. Or I have the time to read 15 minutes to my child in Espanol, okay? I have 30 minutes to go on a walk with my husband. I have, 
I have, I have, I have, I have, I have, I have the time. I have the time. I have the time. Because we get too caught up in, I don't have time. Es que no tengo tiempo. Es que no tengo tiempo. Es que, que, que el, tiempo, el tiempo no me rinde. El tiempo no me rinde. El tiempo no me rinde. No, el tiempo sí te rinde. Sí te rinde. El tiempo sí te rinde. You have 24 hours in the day. Okay, you sleep hopefully eight or nine of them. <laughs> Probably eight or seven. But you still, you have a lot of time in your day. You do have a lot of time in your day. You know, we waste a lot of time. That's another thing. We waste a lot of time because, you know, I've, I've gone down the, the constant scroll on TikTok. <laughs> Is it serving me? No. Casi se me llevas el espejo loca. This lady is like, poor lady. She's like with the with the stroller, and she like almost knocked my side view mirror off. Okay, girl. <laughs> All good. Um, yeah, you have time. You have time to scroll on TikTok. You have time. You have time. You have time to to comment and post and 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 be on Instagram. You have time. You have time to sit and talk to to your prima, to your tia, to your mom, chisme. You have time. <laughs> you have time. You know, we, we get we get bombarded, we get overwhelmed by big tasks. Yes, we get overwhelmed by big tasks. And then we procrastinate and then we don't want to do things, right? Because it's too overwhelming. So when you have a big project, when you have a, a big goal that you want to accomplish, you have to break it down. You have to break it down into little tiny bite-sized pieces that you little by little can get done. And so you feel accomplished because otherwise it's, it's going to be too, too much, too much overwhelm for you. I told you I'm, I'm, I'm creating this course and It's a lot of work. It's uh, creating a course is it's a lot of work. And I don't think a lot of people would want to put the time and and not investment, but the time, the investing the time to create something because it's a lot of work. And between creating the content, what you're going to say, how you're going to say it now, soon I'm going to start recording and that's a whole other ball game. And And I, I got to one point, I'm like, Dios mío, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And somebody in my accountability group said to me, okay, it sounds like you're getting a little overwhelmed. Okay, break it down. Break it down so that you can accomplish little things little by little. So I broke it down. I broke the whole course down into bite-sized lessons, if you will. And that's what it, I focus on one lesson and I finish this lesson. Ya la termine. Okay, I finish this lesson. Because if I see the whole course as one giant, ginormous project, I'll never finish. I'll never finish. And then I make the time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to dedicate an hour to creating the content for this course. One hour. I feel accomplished because I finished that lesson. Okay, so you make the time, you find the time. So don't say, I don't have the time. Because you have the time. Just ask yourself, what 
what is a priority in my life? And I will tell you, out of everything that should be a priority in your life, make sure that you are in there. Make sure that you make yourself a priority. You take care of yourself. Because if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. <laughs> you have to make sure that you, you include yourself in there. Make time. Make time for your health. Make time for your physical health, for your mental health. Es muy, muy, muy importante. Es muy, muy importante que saques el tiempo, que descanses. Que, que, que vayas a caminar, que te muevas, that, that you feel, even if it's just for a walk, but give yourself that time because you need it. You absolutely need it. You cannot function on giving to everyone all the time and not giving back to yourself. So you have to make you a priority. Find the time. You have the time. Don't say, no tengo tiempo. Tú tienes el tiempo. Tú tienes el tiempo. So change that mindset, change that, that, that thought process in your head. That's how, that's how as a culture, como Latinos, that's how we're going to empower ourselves and that's how we're going to empower the next generation is changing that narrative, changing those limiting beliefs that have held us back for so long and that in many cases continue to hold us back. Okay, You have to change that narrative in your head. Y no importa lo que diga la gente. No importa que, que haya platos para pa lavar, que tengas laundry, que, que no hayas mercado. No importa. If you make you a priority, you say, Mommy's got to go for a walk. It's time for my walk. Okay? Papi can take care. It's time for me. I'm out. I'm out. Taking 30 minutes for me. Ciao. Okay? You let them know ahead uh, in advance, but that's your time. And you honor You honor that time for yourself. You honor it. Okay? You honor you honor los compromisos para Raimundo y todo el mundo, right? So you honor the time for yourself just like you would for anybody else. Even more so for yourself. I tell my family, I'm going for a walk or I wake up before everybody wakes up and I go for a walk. If I have if I have gym class or have class at the gym, It's in the calendar. Yeah, mi esposo sabe, he knows that during that time, I'm out. That's me time. That's me time. Okay? So you honor, you stick, you stick to your guns and you honor that. Because that, that, that's going to feed you and that's going to feed your soul. And you need that. You need that to function. You need that to help you through the day. You need, you need that to help you through the week. Con eso te dejo. I felt like I rambled a lot today, so I apologize for that. No, mentira. I don't apologize. This, this is my brain. <laughs> this is my thought process. I hope you have a great weekend. Tuesday. Tuesday, no te lo pierdas. I have La Loca, Sharon Montero. It's going to be awesome. We, we talk about manifesting and manifestation and how we can attract all the wonderful things and blessings into our life that we are worthy of that we deserve she is also the voice of Tia Gloria a new show on PBS kids called uh, Almas Way uh, it's 
awesome. It's an awesome cartoon for, for kids. And uh, I can't wait to share that with you. That's coming up on Tuesday. Nada, have, have a great, have a great weekend. Y nada, uh, I'll see you around. Te quiero, un abrazo, and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao.